Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the back seat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. In the last episode of Field Guide to Awesome, I spoke with Jeff Lambert, the president of Armed Forces Racing and founder of RacingSponsorships.net. Jeff shared his golden nuggets on how to make your networking powerful and rewarding. If you missed it, make sure to go back and check it out after this episode. I'm so glad you tuned in today, folks. I'm talking again with Lisa Hamilton-Smith, the founder of the Change Your Mind to Change Your World Global Mindset Summit 2020. I was honored to present two talks during the mid-April summit. If you missed the summit and would like to catch the amazing presentations from 50-plus mindset coaches, check out the link in the show notes. But don't go yet, folks. We have another great conversation with Lisa in this week's episode. Let's welcome Lisa Hamilton-Smith. Lisa, welcome back. I am so glad that you were able to come back and spend some more time with us on my podcast. Well, it's great to be back. uh, Thank you so much for, for giving us the opportunity to speak again to you. This has been such a wild ride um, because when I first spoke with you, you were setting up the World Mindset Summit 2020 and Change Your Mind to Change Your World Mindset Summit. Yep. And I just wanted to say thank you very much for allowing me to be a part of that and present a couple of workshops to to the community because that was a super exciting experience. And I wanted to um, ask you what has been your experience and the reception to the Mindset Summit? I think um, so many people didn't believe that this was actually going to happen and, and they didn't understand what it was going to be. And the result has been incredible. Um, Literally, people have been clamoring for more. They have told me how much they learned, how much they enjoyed it. Even the other coaches have said how much they learned by watching each other. And I think that what we've got now is the, the seed, the acorn, for more mindset summits and and actually a mindset summit movement. And I'm now going to build on that and I'm going to continue changing the minds to change the world. I think that's just, that's so fantastic and inspiring and exciting Um, because I, I watched the involvement on the Facebook group because this mindset summit is kind of unique in that it was run entirely doing lives within a specific Facebook group and the interaction and involvement from um, all of the audience 
was just staggering, mind-blowing. And the glorious thing about that was that it was really showing the community needed to come together. Yes, I mean, um, the community in regard to putting the coaches together and building something. I think uh, if we look at the coaching industry, um, sometimes it can be quite competitive. And if you go on to Facebook group, there are there are millions of Facebook coaches selling their formula for this that, and the other from business to to mindset to to you know whatever make your first million you know a million different things and um, I wanted to bring a community of mindset coaches together for the greater good and I think there was some nervousness about that because I think they were like oh if I come to this summit and I show people my uh, you know bring my my clients, the people who follow me, they might run off with Joe Blow over there and his clients. And in actual fact, that isn't what happened. And that, and that, it, what I think is surprised people is how we all grow through synergy. And the people mm. that love you will always love you. And the people that love Joe Blow over there, they'll love Joe Blow. But but you have a synergy of all having the same intention which is to help people globally at once. And that creates, I mean, and without going too woo-woo, it creates an energy, it creates an intention that creates magic. And, and this is true of, of anything. In our case, it's changing people's minds, but, but this, this is how you move people. And this is how ideas get started and how uh, movements which can literally change the world happen. That you, you touched on a couple of things that I think are so important to really explore and understand. And the first thing is, I used to have a, a hard time understanding um, understanding how to talk about energy as a coach, or um, I have a background in massage therapy, um, among other several other things. And whenever I always felt awkward talking about energy, it was something that I understood at a basic level, at a and at a very deep level. Yeah. Um, but I always worried that what people thought about energy would be woo-woo, be like crazy girl talking about this bizarre stuff yeah. called energy. Yeah. But when I talk about it, I talk about it from almost a pure physics level because the definition of energy is the ability to do work. And the definition of work is the ability to affect change. And that's what we're all involved in every day, every moment of the day yep. is the ability to affect change within our lives. Yes. And so yes. Um, energy is super powerful and making changes in our lives is super powerful. And the other thing that I, I love that you mentioned is the idea of competition. Um, I used to worry about that. I used to worry about that. And then I, I came to an understanding that really there is no such thing as competition, only in your own mind. Only, only when you are applying your own internal energy yep. towards the concept of competition. Because even if, and this is not just with coaches, this is with any entrepreneurial business, um, or even as an individual, if you have something that you feel is unique to you and um, you feel a little threatened if somebody else is offering something similar, you know, then, then you're not special. Um, yep. That is entirely not true. Uh, 
every single individual has their own unique way of approaching it. And if you think about it this way, let's pretend, Lisa, you and I, and I'm doing this as an example for um, all you, my listeners, pretend Lisa and I are, oh, a coach who coaches people how to, um, I'm making stuff up, create cogs. We both coach people to create cogs. I'm making stuff up. Yep. And what is different about us? We are different people. We have different ways of talking. We have different ways of explaining. We have different ways yep. of listening. Mm -hmm. And we are entirely different people. And the thing that is so beautiful is that out in the world, there are millions and millions and billions and gajillions of people who are all unique in and of themselves. Not all of them are going to be attracted to me. And not all of them are going to be attracted to you, Lisa. <laughs> we are all going to be attracting our own unique people. Yeah. And that's why I love situations and opportunities like the Mindset Summit that you put together. Because it's, it draws in people who are interested in mindset. They're interested in creating better for their lives, creating better for their communities, leading themselves more deliberately into their future. And there will be someone out there that needs to hear what each individual coach on that summit has to say. Yes, I think one of the things is that um, people, I mean, I, I'm and you and I are quite familiar with the word mindset, but it, it isn't uh, as mainstream as we might like it to be. Um, I think, you know, you and I are quite aware of the fact that if you believe you can and believe you can't, it's true. And, and that may be a, a, a little quote that does get thrown around, but who really understands that and, and who really believes that actually is true? Um, <clears throat> And so by coming together as a summit and creating a synergy, um, our purpose wasn't just was to help everybody, but more than that <clears throat> was to introduce the concept of, of mindset as a tool, because if we can create the awareness of the existence of mindset tools, that you can change your life, then that transforms more than it, it transforms populations. And yes. so, coming together <clears throat> excuse me and, I, and for a business coach perspective um if we create more awareness for the need for mindset tools all of a sudden all mindset coaches all coaches who help people move through to achieve what they want love desire and be happier have more work so it's actually out of the selflessness of giving and creating as a movement we help ourselves and we help the world even more because if there's more people who want to teach mindset and come become successful mindset coaches then more people can access to them more affordably so out of this little acorn an oak tree will hopefully grow yes Yes. And I love that you named it change your mind to change the world because that is, puts it in layman's terms. 
it puts it in layman's terms in basically what mindset is because nobody really wants mindset but people want to change the world they want to change how they think about things and i and you know if you're wondering you know what i mean by nobody wants mindset nobody's going around thinking i need to change my mindset yeah, very few exactly. are but they they're going around thinking i need to change i need to think about the world differently and i want to change the world yes i think uh, again the word mindset what does that really mean people yeah. don't know um and so when in fact that was a problem so when i said i'm doing a global mindset summit people went uh Duh. <laughs> what's that um which is why the theme was change your mind to change the which world which i but think even, is brilliant but even that needs explanation and and that's my hope is that right now that does need explanation to the vast majority of people who are outside of the the, the coaching industry and maybe a personal development industry but i want my vision is in the future that it's it's the norm that yes. it becomes absolutely um what that it's at schools that you learn i mean wouldn't it be amazing if we taught the kind of mindset tools that mindset coaches use in school so you learn to believe and you you realize that you know, to how your world was the difference between what actually happens and the story that you have about what happens and and you're able to actually um learn to, to tell the difference about how you view reality i mean this sounds technical but but it's not it's it's just it's just a way to look at your universe, your world. We're talking about mindset, making it a, a, a yeah. regular part of the world, like just like a no brainer. It's like, oh yeah, of course, mindset. I know exactly what yeah. that is and having it be more um, yeah. like taught in schools. I, I mean, um, talking about what they teach in schools. I mean, that's been one of my uh, sort of interest, if you like, ever since I was at school myself, you know, we, we spend so much time learning geography, uh, calculus and fractions and decimal, you know, and we have calculators and computers for that sort of thing. We need to learn how to live as human beings, how to love, how to find joy, how to find fulfillment, how, how to take action, how to, to cope when things go, because look, life is full of change. You know, I lost my mother three years ago, and I know you lost your mother recently. And the grief of losing a loved one is very real. It's very raw. And of course, right now in the corona crisis um, pandemic, people are, are losing loved ones that they that they thought they had many, many, many years yes. with left. It was completely unexpected. When you have someone with cancer, you know, you know, maybe you haven't gotten forever, and you take every day. But one minute their loved ones were here, and the next minute the loved ones were gone and how do you actually deal with that and this is something that every one of us is going to experience we're all going to experience death and loss they don't teach us that at school they don't no. teach us how to cope you know this is this is a mundane part of reality that we're not given the tools to cope with this you know and then if you if you can't cope what does a modern society do they turn to drugs and alcohol they and obviously i know in america um they have a terrible um drug problem with uh i forget the drug you call it that you, you get a prescription drug that takes away pain um but people get hooks on it and you know actually they get hooks on it because they don't know how to cope with life. Life is sad for them. And so they, 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 they zone out on a drug, you know, um, yeah. and alcohol is a legal drug. And 
And yeah. even um, drugs and alcohol are a huge problem across the world in the US as well. US is no different. Um, yeah. But I think the broader um, challenge is avoidance and avoiding uncomfort uncomfortable situations and numbing behaviors which is just as addictive and the challenge is when you stop the the numbing behaviors themselves are not bad you know whether yes. that's netflix yes it could be anything yes. it could be any kind of um, playing a game netflix um yes working any kind of distractive thing and that's not good or bad yeah. But the problem is when you come back from that avoidance behavior, you are still experiencing the stress, the anxiety, because you haven't dealt with it. Yes. And one of the things that I think that um, when you work on, when you work on improving your mindset is asking better questions. I think asking better questions are key because yes. you talked about it in your first interview um, that I had with you. And I think you brought it up again during this interview. Um, and I love everything about it. Um, and it's, you know, what's happening, you know, why, um, what if I can't do this? What's a better question? What if I could do this? Yes. What if I did this? What would happen if this was already done, what would be possible? And those are better questions than what if I do this thing and it totally sucks? What if I do this thing yes. and it's totally yes. awesome? What would it take to, to do that? Yes. That's, that's a great question. Instead of, I can't do that. That's impossible because Yes. What would it take? And a lot of times it's just, it's just, a, it's just a plan and a strategy, but you have to start with, with believing it's possible. And I love the Merlin principle. Are you familiar with the Merlin principle? I love it because it's like wizards and magic. The Merlin principle is, you know, it's really just the principle begin with the end in mind, but it's, yeah. uh, you know, you, 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 you magic the picture in your mind and, and maybe it's going to take you 10 years and then you just work back step by step by step. And, and so to actually create your, your, in my case, my global movement um, of maybe 10 million people um, teaching mindset coaching and, and being there on a free platform for the whole world. So there was mindset school, say, on a global platform. Can you imagine that? So we all, we can all just virtually go to mindset school at any point. And this was available to everyone. So you didn't have to go seek out a coach. It's just like these amazing people like yourself were there just coaching people and got paid by the government to do it, you know, like yeah. your standard pay for being a mindset. I mean, what can you imagine? So that's an example of me being sort of having this outrageous vision and going magic, magic, magic. There's the vision. So we're going to have a mindset platform. Governments around the world are going to pay you guys. Everyone's going to go to mindset school. So what would that take? And obviously right now I'm like, I go, oh, it's too huge. I can't imagine. But if I begin with a vision and I break it down, well, that would take... Um, Firstly, getting governments to see the value of mindset. So I need to get lots of scientists involved and neuroscience. We need to prove the value, okay? So how do I do that? Well, I need to reach out to PhDs across the world. Okay, and then I need to talk to governments. And then I, and, and I break it down. Then, and what would that take? Well, I, I need to have a lot of mindset coaching. I need to know everything I know. So I need to educate myself fully so I can speak on their behalf. So what else would it take? And so on and so on. And then yes. I'm right back to... 
the first thing was a global mindset summit. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yes, I've heard of that strategy, not um, as the Merlin principle, but I love that name that you branded it that way. <laughs> um, but yes, that is one of the most exciting and powerful ways to create the future that you want to experience um, is to create that vision of what is it when it's already complete and yeah. what did you what did you need to do to get there how did you need to think who did you need to be to be able to I love accomplish that. that who do you need to be that's a great one too who do you need to be yeah yeah, yeah. you know because we're not human doings we're human beings excellent so true so true So tell me about what are a couple of things that you could share with the audience um, about how they can make something like this happen for themselves. You mentioned um, enrollment. Tell me a little bit more about that. So um, I think what you're referring to is um, how, how do people, well, firstly, uh, the Global Mindset Summit is still um, a tool for people to go to. So it happened yes. and that was many, many coaches going live, but I would love your viewers to know that it's not too late. They can go to the Global Mindset Facebook group and they can still watch all the incredible presenters uh, on replay. And of course they can't interact with them anymore, but they can still get the information. They can still seek out um, to connect with those coaches if they want to as well. So it's all there, that, that amazing container of mindset tools, the, the kit, the toolkit box for mindset is still available for everyone. Um, Fantastic. And, and, so if, if I were speaking to, to my bigger vision of, you know, mindset becoming a plat, like something available in education, um, I think what we have to do is we as the people who have the vision and, and you as a self, as a coach, we need to um, engage the communities around us with the vision. We need to reach out to the leaders of the communities around us. We need to have an intention that mindset becomes mainstream. And how we do that is, is enrolling the people who can access more people. And enrollment um, is, a, is a really key factor in business, but a key factor in community building and movement building, um, because everybody, if you want to make something happen, you've got to get someone to see why it should happen and both for you and for them and yes. that's why enrollment is key you've got to give people a reason for, for something to, to get involved with your offering in my case my movement so that's what I work on in getting leaders to see my vision and what's in it for them and their communities because a leader has a community of people that follow them and and then if, if they can see the value how it's going to help their community and, and and actually help them in their leadership role as well. So it's all about enrollment and getting people engaged in the conversation of mindset and, and bringing the word mindset into every person's vocabulary every day. I love that because it's enrollment and engagement and building a community. Yeah, those are that, that's super huge. That's super huge. And getting the conversation started, getting the conversation started is, um, is how you create a movement. Yes. And I think um, you have to dream big. 
I think, funnily enough, a lot of us, we, we set ourselves goals that we think are achievable. And and they're not that exciting. Yes. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm going I to do that. Get, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to get a good job and I'm going to survive and I'm going to raise my kids and I'm going to, I'm going to die. And they're going to put on my tombstone, she had a good life. That's great. Okay, that's absolutely fine. And, 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 and everyone, that's great. But what if, what if you said, I am going to change the world? I mean, immediately like, whoa, I can't do that. So you think, well, what if I am going to feed, and Tony Robbins is this, um, what if I'm going to feed a million people or millions and millions of people around the world? What if I can help stop child trafficking? Tony Robbins set up, uh, works with and donates with um, an organization that actually genuinely uh, saves children's lives every day. And, you know, he was, he's a mindset guru. He was a mindset business, straight, you know, change the world type person. And now his influence doesn't just do that. He, he saves children from child trafficking. He feeds millions of people because he once went hungry and he doesn't want people to experience what he experienced. I mean, it's extraordinary how who we are as human beings is so much bigger than we realize. And so yes. again, if, if you start to have confidence to be who you want to be rather than who you think is okay, and you can have a comfortable life doing that. But when you think, what more can I do? Or who am I really? And what was I put here for? I mean, what a question. I want to jump in for a second because you are speaking my language and um, you mentioned confidence and I know there's a lot of people out there who say, um, well, she can talk about confidence because she's confident, you know, that's who she is. And I've had people say that about me, you know, it's like, oh, well, that's good for her because it's easy for her. And I want to talk about real briefly, because we are just, I could talk to you forever, Lisa. Uh, I'm sorry. I could I'm listen to you forever, Lisa. Um, but I wanted to bring in because it wasn't always easy for you, was it? You had your own mindset fears. Oh yes. Even with oh, yes. even with setting up the summit. Oh yes. I mean that the, my own mindset fears. Um, I mean, this is why I was interested in mindset. Is I have been on a journey. Um, some some successes some failures. Um, I'm quite happy to say I was the victim of domestic violence. And I was the uh, the middle class woman, a very comfortable house with a lovely husband, and I had everything that looked wonderful. And I was living in fear. Mm. And it took me many years to grow the strength to leave that marriage. Um, and that was just one of many stories, which I'm not going to go into now. But, but that, that, that am I good enough to leave? Will I survive if I leave my husband? Has been a lifelong struggle for me. And, and I have succeeded and created businesses and done so many things. I was a judge of the Olympics three times. Um, oh, and I love, I have to tell you that story. Awesome. <laughs> I have to tell you a tiny little story about that. So when I was eight, um, I had a teacher called Miss Best and she's no longer with us, um, God rest her soul. But she was my lovely favorite, favorite teacher at my primary school. And I, I said to her one day, I'm very excited. I said, oh, Miss Best, Miss Best, I'm going to ride in the Olympics. I'm going to get an Olympic medal. And she looked at me and she said, no, you won't, you know, don't be silly. You're, you're not going to get an Olympic medal. That, oh. you know, that's not for you, Lisa. And I just, <laughs> I was oh. like, even at eight, I was like, 
oh, but I didn't really have the, 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 the sophistication to understand other than like, oh, okay, yeah. so I guess I shouldn't get excited about that possibility then. And um, anyway, fast forward, I didn't ever ride in the Olympics, sadly. I didn't get to, but, 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 when I was in the Atlanta Olympics as a judge and um, an FEI steward, which is the fancy kind of steward for, um, for the equestrian Olympics, so I, I've been a horse trainer all my life. Uh, I stood there and I, I was with my, my badge and I'm there and I'm, I'm talking to all the Olympic athletes and I'm, I was telling them, you can't do this, you can do that. And I was involved in the middle of a sort of big uh, scandal that was going on. I was saying, don't do this. I'm like, I'm here. And I remembered Miss Beth's words. And yes. I thought, eh, yeah, I didn't allow her to stop me. Um, and I just love that because, you know, I could have literally believed her and gone, yes, I could never. Um, and, and I didn't, but, but nevertheless, I'm human. And we often all have this feeling, am I good enough? I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough. And I have to bat it away, I have to bat that away. So when I set up the Global Mindset Summit, I was like, well, I'm not a mindset coach. I mean, I, I'm a business coach, I, I'm a former horse trainer. I, I understand mindset, but I'm not a mindset coach. I mean, who am I to set up a mindset summit? And I literally just had to keep going, don't listen to that don't listen to that i'm doing it for the people and what got me through was every time i doubted myself i just went it's not for me i'm not doing it for me i'm doing it for the people i'm doing because i believe the people of this world all of us we need this and if i don't do it who will and so again that was just a, something i'd learned i've been taught you know to push through and to not always listen to that no, 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 no voice that we all have. <laughs> so yeah. I was lucky. I had the tools. I had the tools to push through. Um, and, you know, but it doesn't go away. I just have better tools to push it to the back, to the background now. Yeah. Well, and plus you have the evidence showing that, yes, people are interested. People are clamoring for this information, yeah. for the resources that you, that if you didn't create this summit, they would not have access to. Yes. It's not saying that the, the tools aren't, don't exist, but they exist in a place that aren't accessible because people aren't aware of them. Yeah, awareness is key. Awareness is key of everything, self-awareness yeah. and you know, self so you know what your strengths and weaknesses are and then to assess your opportunities. Um, yes. You know, we in, in business, we have the go strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. It's called the SWOT box, S-W-O-T. And, and actually, even though we're not business, we're human beings. But you have to think we have strengths and opportunities and threats. And, and we have to know ourselves. And then we have to go, but this is my strength. So my strength is I can talk. You may have noticed. Um, <laughs> and I, I <laughs> So I am a messenger. I know that I'm good at, at, at engaging people, enrolling people and giving out a message. This is my strength. I don't have your ability to work one-on-one -on -one as, a, as a coach with someone's mind and help them. That's not my strength, but my strength is to get the word out there. And that's what I do. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. And you know, there are mindset coaches out there who say, who am I to do this? And I love that you as a business coach, as an equestrian said, who am I? I am this person. Who am I not to do this? That is yeah. the que that is the better question, because if 
you come up with an idea, you have this concept and you have this movement movement that you're passionate and it, and it really burns in your chest and your heart and your soul. And this is something that's really important to you. If you didn't do that, how would people not be able to improve their lives, experience the world in a better way? Mm -hmm. Who is suffering now because you are not sharing what you have to give to the world in a way that they can understand? Yep. And so I want to really give you the kudos and the congratulations and the thank you that I know a lot of people in the community of change your mind to change your world community is now sending your way. Even if they're not familiar with your name yet because they were focused on one particular topic or another. I know that there is so much gratitude out there in the community now because you made this possible. Without you founding this Mindset Summit, the audience wouldn't have been built and the people would not have heard the coaches that spoke. So thank you for creating the Mindset Summit, the Change Your Mind to Change Your World 2020 Mindset Summit. It was five days of amazing, amazing, valuable information and transparency and information that really helped people transform their experiences. So thank you. And thanks, my thanks. Thank you for saying thank you, but my thanks go to all the coaches that made it possible. I'm the facilitator, the coach, are the, the, the teachers of tomorrow, the trainers, the coaches, the speakers. Their message is the message for everyone. And without them, there would be no summit. And so I have the greatest respect and admiration for every single person who stood up and said, I will speak. And thank, thank you to them. The whole experience was, it was a really an, an inspiring experience of inspired immediate action immediate inspired action that people took action in such a short period of time to create such a massive and powerful experience. Lisa, this has been such a joy. And I wanted to let my audience know, let all of you listeners who are listening to the field guide to awesome know that I am putting the information on how you can watch the replay of the Change Your Mind to Change the World Summit. Okay, so I'm going to put all of that into the show notes so you can find it. You can find all of the the talks and there's going to be lots and lots of them. And you will have those resources at your fingertips. This is going to be an evergreen resource. And that way, once you join that community, I'm sure, Lisa, you'll be able to share with them when the 2021 version comes out. A hundred percent sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Exactly. (laughs) And Lisa, I I hope that you'll come back again sometime, especially um, as you are starting to prepare for the 2021 summit. I would love to. I look forward to seeing you next year, Trina. Thank you.
Fantastic. Stay tuned next week, folks. I'll be talking with the queen of family recovery, Judy Gallick. Judy is on a mission to reduce the rates of relapses through educating the family about the recovery process. She teaches about self-love and self-respect as a way to strengthen relations throughout the process of recovery. Make sure to tune in next week, folks. You won't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me and multiply your impact is to please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs like you. As a special thank you, when you leave your rating and review, you'll win a 15-minute free consultation meeting with me to talk specifically about your business. Just send me an email with an image or a screenshot of your rating and we'll schedule the time. Thanks again and be awesome.